702. The car feature. 20 minutes to 3 o'clock. It is time for the car feature. And today we're talking nine hours of Kailami, South Africa's biggest racing event. We're chatting to the CEO of the South African Endurance Series, and he is joining us on the line, Wayne Riddle. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Hello, how are you doing? Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you. Thank you so much. So please bring us all into the know um, for us to truly get an opportunity to appreciate what this endurance series is about, um, um, what makes it so special. For those that are not in the space of any kind of car racing, are like, what are they talking about? So before I run down, I've got an anecdote for you. Do you uh, do my, tell. My, my late, father, my late father told me, he said, God made 10 perfect heads, the rest he covered in hair. So. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love that. So would you be offended <laughs> if I'm like, no, you're looking for the bald guy, that's way. Yeah, exactly. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> Except I'm not bald, so I'm perfect. I'm not perfect. So yeah. <laughs> All right. So okay. help us so, just, um, especially because, you know, this particular sport it's not huge in the sense that it has mass appreciation. So I think get us down to the basic 101 of where we're at as a country with regards to racing in particular, and then chat to us about the endurance aspect of it. Uh, motorsport in South Africa, we're actually out to ski at the moment. That's a real raw reality, and anybody who disputes that, I'll challenge, I'll challenge them to have the debate. The raw reality is, is that motorsport has always been um, being attached to elitism mm. and attached to the wealthy. And, and in South Africa, it was more white and wealthy mm. because for many years, as I don't have to talk about our dispensation. It, it spoke, speaks volumes day in and day out. So the reality is, is that the majority of the South African population know nothing about motorsport, don't understand it, don't get their heads around it. And number one and number two, it's bloody expensive. Yes. That's a reality. Yes. So, so those are the those are the two challenges. So, when you ask where is South Africa with motorsport, and I say we're out to sea, I really mean it. Um, we, we we have not caught up with the rest of the world. We've we've had a lot of other social issues to deal with. Um, motorsport has definitely not been any one of those. Has not been at the top of of people's agendas. Obviously, the international premier categories, and I don't have to uh, go into detail, but Formula One uh, draws a lot of appeal and a lot of attention around the world, and everybody knows what Formula One is. If you t- if you ask them, do you know the history of uh, South Africa's endurance racing? Let's say we have endurance racing. We have a history. What so is endurance that. racing? Exactly. <laughs> there we go. So, so that, that, that's the challenge that we have. Um, so let's, let's quickly address um, what us as promoters, what our challenge is. Um, my business partner and uh, the founder of this company, Paulini Letlatla, um, he's the chairman of our board. He has his vision. And um, he, he hooked me with us two years ago when he, in, a, in a meeting. He says, it takes a village to raise a child, not a person. And he says, and not everyone in a village is going to succeed. He says, so those that, those that succeed need to lift as they rise. Those were the words he gave me, really wise words. And mm. they really resonated with me and stuck with me. So what we've done about our series is gone about lifting as we rise. So let's quickly talk about motorsport, and I'll, I'll introduce the lift as we rise element. Yes. Um, endurance racing is, is simply put, 
It's the competitor who can do the furthest distance in a predetermined time. That's what India racing is about. This particular race is nine hours long. It will start at 12 noon and run into the night until nine o'clock at night. The winner will be the car that can do the most laps in that nine hours. That's the simple one-liner as mm. to what is endurance racing. Um, what is behind the scenes is a whole different animal. We've got a, a whole team making sure that car does not break down, make sure that it remains competitive, make sure that the changes because not one single driver can do nine hours of racing nonstop. Mm. It's just too much on the body. So the teams have three, four drivers in a team. Um, the car's got to come in. It's got to get new tires. It's got to get fuel. It's got to get brakes. Uh, they change drivers while they're doing all of this. So, um, yeah, it, it, it's really a, an endurance element, and it's a hard, hard endurance on the competitors. Um, it's a big challenge. And, uh, yeah, uh, we, we, we can expect in nine hours for the competitors to compete in the region of about 280 to 300 laps. Please help us. If we don't have too much rain interruption. Yes, please help us understand why it takes a toll on one's body. Um you know, obviously comparing the day-to-day driving of just not feeling like it versus being in a racing vehicle. Because the only way I can relate is like, yeah. oh, I, I, I remember the time when I could not wait to drive. All I wanted to do was exactly. drive. Now I'm at the age where exactly. I'm like, who's driving me? <laughs> exactly. Okay, exactly. So let's, let, let's look at two elements, two contributing elements. Could you sit in peak hour traffic all day? No, but... But here's, you, you, here's you, the difference is you're yeah. moving at a snail plate, p- exactly. pace and if you've got a manual, Correct. you're sitting like Correct. half riding the clutch and it's exhausting. So that's exactly where I was going. So that's exactly where I was going. Sitting in morning traffic and it's clutch in, clutch out, creep forward, touch the brake, clutch in, clutch out. The reality is if you're doing that for an hour and a half, your left leg is going to get a little bit sore. Yes. Um, so that's the one element. The other element, and I'd, you don't have to publicly agree or acknowledge it, but I'm sure you've gone fast in a car at least once in your yes. life. Yes. Okay. What does that do? It generates adrenaline and it pumps up adrenaline and it builds up adrenaline. Mm. So in a racing car, you are literally racing at the capacity of the car at 10 tenths all the time. Mm. That builds up adrenaline. It builds up lactic acid in the body and it actually starts creating arm pump where all the muscles start freezing up because the lactic acid is actually attacking the muscles. So that, that adrenaline, that pressure, and that focus to, to do everything at speed takes it out on the body. It really does. Um, so why would somebody get tired sitting in a car? Well, trust me, you'd get very tired sitting in a car. I mean, if you look at the Formula One racing drivers, they do 300-kilometer races, about 60 or 70 laps. And I'm sure anyone who's had the chance to look at them coming off on TV when they come out of the car, you can see the perspiration and the sweat and how, how out of breath they are. And, um, those guys lose about seven or eight kilos in liquids alone in that hour and a half race. But the difference, Wayne, so, is they're making millions yeah. of dollars and they're yeah, in exactly. places like Monaco, unlike us stuck in random phantom <laughs> traffic because the robots are not working and we have load shedding and no one's paying you to true, be stuck in true, the car. True, true story, true story. But the reality is it still takes a toll on the body. Yes. Whether you get earning millions or not, the body is the body. Yes, yes. So, and I so think those, you're explaining so it well, the part about the lactic acid and, of course, yeah. the part about the adrenaline because 
for for those of us that are lay persons, getting into a car and driving at crazy kilometers per hour sounds like such yeah. a thrill. But if you're doing that nonstop, you will get absolutely, yeah. you know, shattered uh, with exhaustion. Absolutely. absolutely. And don't forget, you have to focus. The focus element is the big element because uh, there's, there's only one perfect racing line. And you've got to try and stay on that perfect, perfect racing line. And when there's 40, 50 cars on the track at the same time, the faster cars are going to be uh, passing the slower cars frequently. So you've got to pay attention to oncoming traffic. You've got to change your racing line. You've got to calculate where your brake mark is, braking earlier or later to accommodate the car that's in front of you, as well as the slower cars in the endurance race are looking in their rearview mirrors a lot of the time to make sure that they are not impeding a fast approaching car. Mm. So you've got all of those dynamics, which is not much, not much different to on the N1 on, on traffic, mm. uh, morning traffic, but it's the same thing. You, you've got to pay attention to yourself, your surroundings, what's happening in front of you, what's happening behind you. Keep an eye on the car. Check that the tire pressures are not getting too hot, causing you to, to run wide. You've got to check your fuel levels. You've got to make sure that you manage your, your brakes correctly and the tires correctly to get to maximum distance and usability. It's a lot of stuff happening in your mind all the time while you're actively doing all of this. And then, of course, you've always got that ever-present race engineer in your earpiece, talking to you on a radio, mm. instructing you what to do, telling you what's up, be careful there's a safety car or there's mm. a moving car coming up. All of that stuff is all happening. And all the while, you're trying to reel off the laps, trying to get to the finish line. And so, the one that needs to finish first. So this, this team effort, um, do you have one driver in the vehicle at a time or are they sort of tag teaming? One, one at a time. So one, one at, at a time, time and one yeah. is coming out and changing over. Who's the one that gets to decide it is time? Is it like a set time or does the engineer say, okay, I, I, I can tell that you're steering off of the line. I'm changing you out. It's, like how does that part work? It, it's a team effort all round. Um, and it's, it's decisions. Multiple decisions will determine whether, when you're ready to come in. One, the size of the tank, you will run out of fuel eventually. So you will have to put for that. Um, you may very well have to, uh, got driver fatigue and the team is picking up that you're, you're, you're losing the pace. They will call you in and change you out. Um, they will, uh, a decision will be taken that your competitor is going to put uh, sooner rather than later, and you want to undercut him. So you might ask the driver to put in extra effort while that other team that you're racing against is in the pits to try and maximize while they're not on track. So there's a lot of strategy that's going on, and the team manager ultimately makes that final call. Mm. Um, he makes the call with, with the drivers and the team and the other drivers and to make sure the other driver's ready for a changeover. So it's a strategy. It's not just a simple piece of paper, go out, do 55 laps, come yes. in at this time, change over. It's not like that. It's, it's a game of cat and mouse. And, you know, in endurance racing, it's almost like the pendulum of a grandfather clock. One hour you're up, the next hour you're down. You mm. can be one lap behind your opponent, the next hour you're two laps ahead of your opponent. It just depends on traffic. It depends on the, how long their pit stops were, if they were quick and slick with the operation or not. It's so exciting, but you can hear I'm passionate about it. No, um, I definitely so, yeah. can. And, and, and I'm wondering, share with us the significance of, um, you know, it being hosted here. Why is it South Africa's biggest racing event? Why should those that are not in the space be um, invested emotionally in this? What is it going to do so, for our country? So endurance racing started in the 60s and South Africa 
in the European winter was a very prominent destination for racing teams to come and race because of the weather. Um, European winters were cold and we would always have a race at the end of the year and that have an endurance race. And a lot of international teams would participate. Um, then obviously we, we, we went through the, the, the transition and South Africa through um, sanctions and that uh, came off those, those international calendars and for good reason. Um, then with the new dispensation, we've slowly but surely started to try and claw the, the, this prestige back. Mm. What very few people know is that this year is the first year in many years that the status of this championship is national championship. Um, so the winners are, are eligible for blazers, for protea colors. They mm. are eligible to be, to be listed as South Africa's finest and South Africa's best by Motorsport South Africa. So it's, it's a very exciting year for us because we've, we've, we've proven the test of time with a governing body that the series is now worthy mm. of, of the status that it used to have. Um, and Colini Leclatla, um, believe it or not, uh, with uh, a couple of other drivers, um, he, he has, he's leading the championship at the moment by seven points. Mm. So uh, this race, uh, this is a, a do or die. And if he wins this, he will be the first person in the history of South Africa of color to be a national champion in endurance racing. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> so this is a so very big deal. It's a huge deal for us. And in motorsport terms, it's massive. For us as promoters, it is massive because it, it, we're on the precipice of something great. But he's got nine hours of racing ahead of him and his team. They've got to get to the finish line. And I think, um, um, you know, with you sharing what's at stake is is um, really just setting for, for, for us why this is such a big deal. So quickly chat to me about those that participate. I mean, what do they win other than the, the credibility and possibly getting their national colors? What do they win? So it's unfortunately exactly that. It's bragging rights at this stage. Um, however, there are other international endurance series that are right around the world. And the most prestigious one of that is Lamar. Um, and I think that is, uh, that is a title or a championship that some people do hear, uh, have heard of before. So Lamar is a 24 hour race and there they run, there they run with uh, between four and six drivers and they do exactly the same thing. That is the creme de la creme. That is the, the, the jewel in the crown. Um, so a lot of, a lot of the, the, the team competing teams around the world look for talented drivers. Uh, to that they can blood into the into their team to ultimately race in Lamar. Um, if I look at the top ten or twelve teams that are racing this weekend, I would say that a good forty percent of them have raced internationally um, and have participated in endurance races. And some of them um, have joined teams in South Africa with a view to help them win. So we have an international flair. Um, we have a lot of drivers who compete the whole year, South African drivers who race overseas mm. and are now coming home for the first time uh, in six, eight or ten months. And they're bringing back all of that experience and expertise. So it's, it's huge, but it is ultimately just bragging rights at this stage. So uh, which, which, which still can, you know, become monetized eventually. Um, for the individuals. So we do know it isn't just about money. Um, even for those that get an opportunity to participate for the first time in their lives, it's a big deal. So here's, here's what I'm wondering. For those that are listening and are thinking, oh my gosh, I've got a young one who's obsessed 
with cars and racing. Um, and and uh, what can I even begin to start to do to get my son or my daughter to get into the racing space? So the controlling body, Motorsport South Africa, actually um, they have a lot of programs for youngsters and a lot of disciplines within motorsports. So it, it would depend on, on where the passion lies. Is it two wheels or four wheels as it would be a starting point? Um, and let's, this is a cars conversation. So let's, let's stay with four wheels. Um, there are junior go-kart programs where youngsters as, at, at as young as five and a half, six years old can start getting involved in motorsport at a, at a much lower junior level. Um, you mean so, you mean before they can even get a license to drive, they can go at yeah, five or absolutely. six and go and compete, <laughs> right? Hundred percent, I love that and for let them. You, <laughs> and let me quickly tell you that that element of motorsport is the most transformed element of motorsport. Really, um, I would say I would say that a good thirty forty percent of the competitors in that form of the sport are kids of color. Wow. So for me. I'm excited because I know that 10 or 12 years from now, all those youngsters would have come out of the kindergarten program and filtered their way up to where we are now, the national championship level. Um, so the future looks bright, but the reality is, is that we need to get the foundations right now. So when those youngsters do come through the system, this program is ready to receive them. Definitely. So the details are 50 rand for general access um, at uh, Kailami Grand Prix. This is taking place Friday, the 15th of December and Saturday, the 16th of December. Uh, Trackside parking is included. You're allowed to bring your own alcoholic beverages, food, brides and gazebos. And you can head over um, to the website cseries.com. Please spell that for me. Is it S-A-E series? That's correct. South S- African Endurance Series. S-A-E there we go. S- dot com forward slash Kailani. SAEseries.com and um, you can get all of those details. Don't forget that there will be food and beverage vendors there, so make it quite a fun day out. And of course, Cyril made the 15th a public holiday. Was it That's just not point. the universe working in your favor? Absolutely. <laughs> it is our first, our first sporting holiday ever in the history of this country <laughs> there we go thank you so much so, wayne um um just for sharing you, with us thank you for the opportunity to share my passion with you guys i really appreciate it thank you for the air time and remember kids under 12 free so it's even cheaper let mom and dad bring the kids come and have fun bry gazebo music sit right next to the track and experience it it's an experience of a lifetime there we go, Wayne Riddle, CEO of the South African Endurance Series, and you can head over to their website, saeseries.com.